As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. found it Ooh, that feels good when you press play welcome to pot of thunder the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting guess who is here today you'll never guess it's my buddy andy oh i can't fool you it's your buddy andy america's little brother and to my immediate left as always the garlic dragon gnarly nick bam 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 what's going on over there nick Oh, I'm still feeling... No, actually, I'm better now. Oh, you're better now? Yeah. Good, yeah. good. Glad getting, to hear Getting it. better. You have a loud shirt on, which made me think that you were feeling better. This was my work shirt. I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean, like, when you're sick, you you tend to wear more, like, earth tones, and now you've got, like, an <laughs> orange and red striped shirt, so you're ready okay. to grab the world by the balls once again. Obviously. Yeah. Well, it's a special occasion, but we'll get to that after my intro. And directly to Nick's left, Nick, can you quickly get on the ladder, go up and check if the roof is on tight, because ladies and gentlemen, we've got a special treat for you tonight, the one, the only... Yeah, you better say my name and say it right, motherfucker. That's right, Chris L. There he is. Put your hands together for the breakout star of the podcast medium. There he is. What's going on, Chris? Is the roof uh, clipped down like the cover on your air filter in your car? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's how it's done. Mm-hmm. Makes it easy. Easy access. Yeah. So what's happening? Well, like I what's said, it's special? a special occasion. It's April 1st. Holy. And not April Fool's Day. We don't play those bullshit games. No, we don't. That everybody else out there is on high alert because, oh, what? What brand's marketing team has come up with the best April Fool's ruse? Gee, I wonder what that could be. Is that really a thing? Every year, somebody, several brands or uh, high-level celebrities or whoever 
make the attempt and one rises to the top that actually has a good one. Everybody else sucks. You know, I saw one last year and you know what I thought to myself? How dare him? How dare him? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, either bring your A game or go home. We're choosing to go home. Yes. Back to our roots, so to speak. This is anniversary month, pot of thunder month. All month long. What more can you say? Six years ago this month, we started this thing. That's crazy, isn't it? When we started this podcast, all we needed needed was a laugh. Yep. Speaking of the... uh, the April Fools thing. I don't know if I even still get it, but I remember several years in a row. I want to say it was like Musician's Friend or one of those sites <clears throat> would send out a big email. It was like this week in rock history and it was all <clears throat> all a goof. Things that didn't happen. Yeah, I, I I don't remember if it was musician's friend or not. I don't even know if they still send them out, but I, I do remember a few years in a row, and it was always like, you know, guitar store humor. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and, and something like um, like the most the most indie band of all time uh, this week uh, a few years ago f- formed uh, practiced once. Uh, canceled their upcoming show and broke up. I got gotcha. you. You know, it was one of those. That's the best they could do. That's that's pretty. Uh, Again, <laughs> with that's the best you got. Don't bother with it. Okay, <laughs> you're going to be inundated with crap like that all day today. We're not playing that game. We're just going to give you our normal brand of crap. Normal crap, and uh, that's it. But again, as we speak, as we're recording this right now. Five days before April Fool's Day. Yeah. There are marketing departments everywhere who are entrenched in their uh, situation rooms <laughs> trying to come up with the best April Fool's rooms. Are we talking like, like they're they're given they're given O T to people? And it's is it well, that I don't know if they're non exempt employees, they've they can work you hundred and sixty eight hours a week and you still get your salary. So there's no real overtime there. Yeah, you know what I say to that. <laughs> who are the odd wizards who came up with this one? <laughs> That's an yeah, old. That, that was a crisp, crisply <laughs> delivered joke. Yes. That's about as bad as most of the April Fool's <laughs> stuff you're going to see today. Yeah. It's garbage. But people are, as we speak, as we're recording this. Five days ago, huddled up brainstorming on their awesome April Fool's ruse that they're going to dump out on society and be regarded as comedic geniuses. At the same time, if I was assigned that task and I had extremely low expectations from everyone, I'd be happy to do that for a week. (laughs) Come up with some horse shit, then just sit around and pretend I'm working. Well, I mean, not no, saying I would feel yeah, good about it. But then when it, it hits the st- when the rubber hits the road and your ideas were shit, you're going to be embarrassed. Yeah, I would be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, why even try at this point? Because 
even though he did it a couple months early, no one's going to pull off a better April Fool's joke than Smollett. Anyway, let's... Uh, oh. Let's <laughs> How dare him? How dare him? <laughs> That's actually a good point. That's that's how he can frame it. He can save face by coming out on Monday and saying, it was all an April Fool's joke. It was, uh, it's an Andy Kaufman performance. Yeah, here. exactly, I right. I believe it! <laughs> exactly. He's all about, you know... That's the thing I don't get. It's like <coughs> f- furthering his career with this, and then somebody was piping up about how individual with money and power can get anything he wants done he's got neither of those things from what i can tell he's got well, he's a fucking extra on some well, show he, that he's not an extra well but he's, he's not the top he's, talent he's been there. in every episode for he's not the weeks. top talent though. no but he's in clinger was in every episode <laughs> of Mash, yeah. Okay? yeah 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 he doesn't have money and power yeah. to get out of a felony trial in correct. the sh- city of chicago correct that's true. He's the black clinger is basically <laughs> what we've uh, I don't know. I mean, I've never such. seen the show, but do you think that that his character could take over for the radar equivalent <laughs> after he leaves? I doubt it. I don't think so. I've never watched He's not going to pull no. double duty. He's not going to stop being in drag and then all of a sudden be the radar character? No. No. I don't think so. He doesn't have that much pull, I don't think. I don't believe Which is it. why he did this. He doesn't have any pull. He was, he, I don't get it. He was reading about Jamie Farr and the, the moves he was able to make in his career. So he tried to mimic them unsuccessfully? I, I have no chance. I got to do something drastic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What a weird story. Weird story. I don't know. Gave us a good sound drop. It did. Though, from the yes. soon-to-be ex-mayor of Chicago. Which, isn't he leaving because... Didn't he choose not to run again due to some situation that... Well, he didn't come right out and say that, but could be. Yeah. That was just like the, he is the, the scuttlebutt. Mayor, he is the mayor of Chicago. Right. Ch- chances are it's not... Uh, there are back. I just don't feel like being yeah. the mayor anymore. <laughs> right, or I, I, I need to spend more time with my family. That's not the reason. No. I'm you trying to come out and say it is. It's not the reason. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Let <laughs> me just turn around. <laughs> and I can't do it. There you go. Okay. One more. Are y'all trying to kill me? <laughs> What if Rahm Emanuel did that for his? Uh, I mean, I'm not running anymore. Speech. <laughs> Be accurate. See, wouldn't that be great if he like d- did all R. Kelly quotes <laughs> in response to this this Smollett situation? That'd be awesome. Or he just had he, he now he that would be drops. comedic yeah. genius. He would be king shit of that day if he did it. I agree with you. Well, he's got April first coming up, <laughs> or right now as of yeah. this. Yeah. As of so anyway, listening. Be on high alert. You're going to be exposed to a lot of bullshit today. Yeah. I actually never. Like in real life, never encounter anything on April Fool's Day, which is fine. I'm not saying I want to, but I've just like what Chris said. I've seen like marketing emails or whatever are gone to like a website or seen like a sponsored tweet from some company. Or yeah, something. it like would just be a, like a social media yeah. thing. Yeah, and but but like nothing whatever. nothing in real life. I don't know. I've always thought that April Fool's Day was stupid. It is. I don't know. I've never had that like, ooh, what can we come up with? It'll be funny. Exactly. It's like people get, it, 
people getting excited about that and like St. Patrick's Day. It's like, my God, your priorities. St. Patrick's Day is an excuse to get drunk. Do people drink on April Fool's Day? I don't think there's anything. Uh, That's that's why nobody really cares about it. No, but but they they prepare for it. They get excited about it. They plan what they're going to do. If the tradition was to drink and pants people, then this would be be right up there with Christmas commercially. It would be my favorite holiday. There'd be all kinds of gadgets you can sell to help you <laughs> pants people better. <laughs> Belt clippers and stuff. Some sort of drone, remote-controlled <laughs> pantsing drone. Yeah, it'd be awesome. That's not the case. But speaking of nerdy stuff, welcome to Pot of Thunder. Oh, such nerdies. You know, we didn't mention this the other day. Um, I went over to the Chicago Comic Con, the Comic Convention and Entertainment Expo, also known as C2E2. And I immediately thought what a missed opportunity it was that we didn't go as a show uh. and bring our friend Arturo with a camera to get Chris's reactions to the thousands of adults in full costume. Have you ever seen any clips or any? You, first of all, you've never gone to one of those. I don't oh, think you. Certainly not. Yeah, I don't think I even needed to ask you that, but. I've uh, seen the Triumph the Insult comic dog okay. bit outside of the Star Wars convention. So you pretty much got and, it. I done. mean, the Kiss conventions are a very mild example, I yeah. would say, where there are people dressed up as Kiss characters. That's like, uh, as far as the size, it's significantly. Yeah. It's a fraction of the size of one of these gigantic expo <laughs> center places. Because it's at McCormick Place where they have the auto show and whatever. And giant pe- expo floor. Don't people like kind of almost make careers out of being one of the people who dress up something i was going to mention so that's a thing where you can it's not just like you can take your photo with the entertainment guests from whatever tv or whatever movies and other walks of life there are people who are professional cosplayers who dress up and have like Instagram accounts and make a living with their millions of followers and they get paid by advertisers to post stuff. What a weird world. Isn't it crazy? Well, it's 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 these are social media influencers. Yeah. These are people teenage girls who aim their phones at themselves and they put on makeup and somehow they've got Millions of followers. Yeah. Baffling. It's a weird thing. You know, I heard, I saw an article mm-hmm. that the, uh, right now at the, at conventions like that, the, uh, the leading cosplay, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? Know. I don't know. I'm, I'm expecting <laughs> you the, to make me do work. So the, I'm the, the, the leading, the leading, uh, cosplay, uh, costumes are all from this, uh, really popular Japanese cartoon right now. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. It's Bonsai Moon, I think they call it. <laughs> it's all these characters. How dare him? How dare him? I've not heard See, of it. Now, them. that's something I would do. Show up as a, a, a character <laughs> out that nobody knows and see that we just made up and see how I, if I could assimilate <laughs> myself and get people to gravitate toward me and wonder what's going on. That I would do. What would be a good oh. name for the lead character of Bonsai <laughs> What's your friend's name? Simo. <laughs> yeah. I'm Simo. Yeah, why mess with the truth? <laughs> yeah. you know? It's already made. Yep. Uh, so how would, the, how would a Bonsai Moon costume look? <laughs> what would the cosplay of a Bonsai Moon <laughs> uh, 
be what it, big brown stripe <laughs> right down the middle of it. I can tell you that. Well, could uh, Nick and I go on either side of you, dressed as a hand, <laughs> and we can we can yeah, pull can you? Come back. <laughs> we can forward. pull your shirt. Well, we, we can it's see. gonna be like one of those horse costumes. Yeah. It's gonna be a co-op costume. Yeah, exactly. Three, three men in a costume. See, now this is a this is a worthy <laughs> expenditure of our time and energy. I would not go to one of those things simply to fuck with people. That's the equivalent of fucking with a telemarketer. Yeah. A waste of time. Wouldn't even bother with it. And, you know, what's the point of raining on other people's parades? Right. Like I agree It's with not that. worth my time or energy. Yeah. They don't need it. I don't need it. Yeah. Now, what you're speaking <laughs> about... To come up with the bonsai moon character <laughs> or the whatever you want to call it, this I like. This could, could and should be developed. Well, we've got a year to to develop yeah, this costume. This is, this is a worthy undertaking. <laughs> Any artists out there listening, if you want to sketch something up, maybe we can put something yeah, together. Yeah, and if you need to contact us about the backstory, we can give it to you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's worth your time. See that I like. That's yeah. a, this is okay. how the magic happens. All right, well, this is a good idea. Something has started rolling. Because we're never going to get Andy to infiltrate the Pride Parade because he wouldn't come out of there alive. Yeah, that's not going to this happen. This is a worthy undertaking. Yes. This could happen. <laughs> I'm excited about yeah. this. This is good. All right, and you know what else I'm excited about? You should be. It's part of Thunder Month. I'm not going to play the song, but you know what? The bonus of Pot of Thunder Month this time, Chris has three selections of the five Mondays, and today is his first. Chris, what do you got? Now, this one and the last one will be from the listener submission list. Right, right, right. Uh, in case you're not hip to how we're doing this, me, these are in cycles of four weeks, correct? Correct. So, week one, Andy picks from the listener submission list, and... If you don't know what that is, go to the website, click on uh, potofthunder.com is the website, Mm -hmm. click on submit a song, send us a song idea to be featured on the show. Simple as that. Easy. Easy. So week one of the four-week cycle, Andy picks a song from that list. Mm -hmm. Week two, Nick. Week three, me. And then week four, we do a three-month rotation where Andy picks a song that he he just wants to analyze that's not on the list. Mm-hmm. Then the next month Nick does it, and then the third month I do it. We are on month three of the cycle, so I will have three picks, picks one and three from the list. Next week's pick for my personal stash. So, what a month! Big time and big league in. Mm-hmm. That's the way to celebrate it. So you've got one chosen for today, I assume. You're prepared. You're I'm ready prepared. to go. Um, Anything you want to say before well, we roll it out Yes, here? I do. Okay. Now, obviously, there is no suspense outside of this room. Everybody knows what the song is because that's the name of the episode. Yep. The... Thing that's interesting about this one is the criteria I used to pick it. Hmm. I picked this song solely because of what the sub- the person who submitted it included in the comments. Wow. Section. Okay. So 
let this be a lesson to y'all out there. <laughs> Fill out the whole form, okay? Mm-hmm. Put your rationale behind why you submitted the song. It might be what gets one of us to pick it. Yeah. You might not care about that. That's fine. Got a t- hundreds of songs submiss- submitted with blank comment sections. I can tell you that 100% I picked this song because of what was written in the comments. Wow. Well, that makes it exciting to me. You ready? Hold on. Let me pick it, pull up my script because since I'm basing it on there, I want yeah. to have this you at the ready. So have to read it. I am ready. You are ready. Let's turn the microphone over to Chris Jericho. Hit it. All right, Harold. This one's called Get It Hot. Off of Highway to Hell. By the band. ACDC. Okay. There's a lot of ACDC on the list. There is. There's, they're one of those bands that um, a lot of people have submitted songs by, and rightly so. So uh, I was a little concerned you might have picked a song by them last week, in which case I would have abandoned my choice for something else. There's, a, there's one I've been eyeballing on there. It's not this one. Actually, right. I don't know this one. Now, this one, I would say Highway to Hell, front to back, is my favorite ACDC album. This song is toward the bottom of songs I like on this album, which isn't to say it's a bad song. It's just every other song is fucking great. Mm-hmm. The reason I picked it is because Mr. Dave Stewart... Formerly of the Eurythmics, we all know this, <laughs> the Dave Stewart, what he wrote in the comments section. Now, the first half was interesting, but the last sentence is the, was the tipping point. So, Two minutes and 34 seconds of perfection delivered by the poet laureate of rock and roll. The hard rock hallmark greeting card in a good way. Now, <laughs> this was the tipping point. Little Richard with a Marshall stack. That's nice for daddy. I've never, I've heard this song several times in my life. I haven't heard it, uh, especially recently, but I've never thought of it in that way. So I'm hmm. interested to listen to it and try to imagine, uh, it as a Little Richard song, and I think there, there there's a pretty strong connection there. Well, I I can only imagine what video Andy will be <laughs> posting this week, but uh, any excuse, um, yeah, you bet. Um, I I will admit um, that I just based off the title, trying to think of how it sounds, I don't think I know this song. I never owned this album. Nope, I don't know it either. I'm sure I know most of the songs on it, but I don't think I know this Never owned this album. Never actually owned it. I mean, Chicago Rock Radio played a, I don't know. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What, half of it on a regular basis? Probably. So it was, I mean, I don't know. I know it's a classic, but I I don't know every single song, apparently. So pretty excited to... Yeah, see... To hear this See, I got on board the ACDC bandwagon... Seventy nine was a pivotal year for me because that was when I started taking guitar lessons. I became started becoming exposed to FM rock radio in Detroit through my guitar teacher and other guitar students at the store where I took lessons. This album had just come out. I'd got on gotten on the ACDC bandwagon in time to be cognizant of this of the significance of the passing of Bon Scott. And then when the following year, when they put out Back in Black with Brian Johnson, which, again, a a masterpiece. So, uh, you know, this album was my initial introduction, and then Back in Black sealed it to me. I mean, just two masterpieces back-to-back, which when you think of the significant life or death event that occurred between them and they could put out what they put out after that is pretty amazing that is nuts now there is some talk that some of the material on back in black was holdover stuff from the bond scott era i don't doubt that i've never seen or heard of it proven but he has he has no writing credits on it. no he does not because you would think that it would be like a i don't like a Def Leppard, Steve Clark thing, where he had writing credits for a few albums after he passed. Correct. So that's that why they, there would be no you know, issue crediting him. You know, right? Well, now back in Black's an album where I think literally every song you hear in rotation on rock radio. Uh, yeah, just about. You might. I don't know. Uh, Even more so than this album, I would say. Yeah, I mean, you're probably not wrong there. Like can't remember the last time I heard Let Me Put My Love in <laughs> well, on the radio, but I think I have might heard be, it on the maybe radio. Maybe that's the one. I think that is. I'm looking at the list right now. What about What Do You Do for Money? Oh, that's money? A, that gets played. Yeah, is it? We've heard, yeah, I've heard that one. Hmm. Huh. Well, but then. yeah, I mean, just this was ACDC during this era as I was consuming their albums as they were coming out was one of the bands that pulled me away from kiss because uh, i was really into dynasty but again when in around september uh of that year i started uh taking guitar lessons and became exposed to a lot more stuff and this was uh one of the albums that took me in a new direction so 
I'm excited to listen to it. Are you guys ready? Yeah. So this is track seven of ten. Is it? Uh, you probably don't know. I'll have to look it up in on my own. But it's, I'm guessing it's a uh, Bon Scott and the the Young Brothers writing credit. You're gonna have to look. That yeah, up. I will. All right. Well, let's start it, and then you can tell us in a second. Here we go. <laughs> it very um very indicative of uh you know 70s acdc this whole groove um it's got a high voltage kind of a kind of a feel to it um, a little bit it's a little more long, whimsical than long that, way I to think. the top kind of a feel yeah i mean you're not going to get a lot of variation from no <laughs> acdc what is the interesting thing about it is i like how there's and I talk about this a lot, but I like how there's space there. You can hear all the instruments. One of the things that you don't necessarily hear, you you more feel it or it's just r- fills things out, is the bass. Here you can hear it pretty clearly with him just uh, staying on that one note and giving it that kind of pulsating groove there. Yeah. Cliff Williams, very underrated bass player. He's one of these guys like Michael Anthony where everybody just assumes that, you know, all he did was play like root notes. And here he's doing that. But, you know, I think here it's appropriate. And there are a lot of other examples of him playing some more interesting bass lines. And he's a very key member of the band. No question about it. I think that's one of those things that people often forget that playing the right thing as the bass player is important. It's not. And it's also something that doesn't get you noticed. It doesn't. But it it blends right in usually. But it will get you noticed by the other members of the band. Probably, you know, this guy does the right thing. sounds great with him. It's not a bunch of like overly notey things that are taking away from the song. But maybe in the right parts, you add something that adds to the song. But yeah, if you key in on some of his bass lines, there's not not so far yet in this one, but maybe later in some of the other songs. There's, you know, it's again, it's not Billy Sheehan stuff. But even not, you're he, not going to hear Shy Boy from <laughs> Cliff Williams, but but even Billy Sheehan in the right times will play stuff like of this. Yeah, it's not like where it's a constant finger tapping solo. It's not like <laughs> it's not like Les Claypool. Right, but but then in that respect, that's what that music is. Yeah. I think you get into trouble when everyone else is playing this and you're playing that at the same time, you know? (laughs) If you're not on the same page with the other guys in the band, that's when it starts to get messy. Yeah. So, and then, you know, with the kind of the staccato guitar work, as you hear it ping-ponging back and forth. Yeah, it's a cool effect. It's pretty cool. This is... Pretty sure this is Mutt Lang's first production work with ACDC. Um, Sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. It's great. Like I said, there's the, the stuff leading up to this was more raucous and pummeling. So you you don't really... It wasn't a ton of space necessarily where you could hear what the bass was doing on its own. Yeah. That's one of the things I, I do... It did remember about this song, and I do like it, is that, you know, you can really get a sense of what everybody's doing. Go! 
was that last <laughs> I don't, line? There? That I don't know. I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah, get your lyric sheet out. <coughs> but are, are you hearing any kind of Little Richard connection there? Well, I mean, vocal? yeah, I mean, but that's really every... It's rock and roll. Yeah, and, and, bon, and bon Scott's voice, you know, I think... Uh, owes a lot to little Richard you know I, I, you're right but I never really thought about that until I saw this yeah. comment on the list and again it's you know little Richard is rock and roll I mean Lemmy worshipped him for Christ's sake yeah anybody worth their salt who who appreciates the roots of rock and roll is gonna put little Richard at the top of it but you can hear him banging this out on a piano and singing yeah. it absolutely know? Lyrics are going out on the town, just a me and you. Gonna have ourselves a party just like we used to do. Okay, so. I'm not sure why the party ever ended, but it's hey. maybe it's an anniversary uh, dinner. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's kind of right. how I feel if me and my wife go out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Remember when we used to do this? Yeah, that was crazy. That's the that's what I that's my mental image so far. Yeah. <laughs> Going to attempt a standing 69 like we used to do when we were courting. <laughs> I, might have to, I, know, I might have to prop myself up against a wall in order to make it work, back but we'll we, try. Back it. when we were acrobats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doing a cartwheel across the living room. What did you think of that first song or the first line? <laughs> I don't. I couldn't. I understand couldn't make it. it out. Yeah. Well, according to the lyrics, nobody's playing Manilo. Nobody's playing Soul. Why does he got a problem with Manilo? Oh, wow, I never up? even heard that. He doesn't want that shit on. Man, oh man! Oh, this is a direct shot at Barry That's Manilow. That wow, I uh, never knew that was. This on is here. the second song I've ever heard where they knock Barry Manilow. Oh, the other one. <laughs> it's a wrestling entrance song from the eighties. All American boys. <laughs> yes, the yeah. Quebecers. How right? did they wreck? How did they attack? They said, they, well, they're they're bad guys. So they're supposed to. Everything they do is supposed to be stupid, right? So we don't like heavy metal. We don't like rock and roll. All we like to listen to is Barry Manilow. Yeah, you're supposed to not like them what's because with, of what they're saying. What's up with that? Yeah. That's great. Here, I'm going to rewind it. Back Let's it up. It I don't hear that. I never heard that. I mean, I never, I've heard it, but I never noticed it before. <laughs> oh, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> never heard Manilo said that <laughs> quite that way either. Here, one more time. That's what a good line. What was that's the third one? And no one's playing hard to get. Oh, okay. yeah. That's, there's that's good. See, there's there's Bon Scott, the master lyricist, one of the great lyricists yeah. of all time. That's that's a good turn right there. Oh, absolutely. Turn of phrase. And then the last part is just a good old rock and roll, which is also a double meaning. Yeah, what so. they're listening to and what they're doing, right? I wonder how Barry Manilow feels about that. I don't Cavaccini know. should ask him that question in his next interview. <laughs> how do you feel about Bon Scott uh, uh, throwing shade at you in the yeah, modern what uh, pro- the parlance of our times? What's that about? Throwing shade at you in the song Get It Hot. I wonder if he even knew about, knows about this. 
Yeah. I doesn't care. I wonder what his feeling would He's be. Sad, and I don't really care, but when Jacques Rougeau said it about <laughs> me, that really hurt my feelings. See, it's not it's not exactly as high profile <laughs> as uh, um, uh, tell Neil Young, Southern man, don't need him around anyhow. Right. You know, it's not exactly uh, one of the songs that because I, you know, I not that I'm Mister Know Everything, but uh, I've never heard this one. So yeah, yeah. This is an interesting. Uh, qu- sort of question or whatever we can throw out to the listeners for their input. What are some other songs where notable people have been name-checked? Other than like... Ideally is a slam of some sort. Other than the whole hip-hop genre. Well, yeah, that's because that's that's everything. Yeah, so it has to... But in in rock, and and, and in a a disparaging way... Yeah. Who who else has been name-checked? I'm sure people are going to do the Lennon-McCartney back and forth... Oh, who cares? so we can acknowledge <laughs> that right away, yeah, so that we don't, have, don't, so we don't that. have to talk about that. Nip that one. <laughs> How do you sleep, you cunt? We know that one. All oh, good. Yeah, got it. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if Little Richard would deliver that lyric though. I think he would be more appreciative. Well, of and I don't know if Little that. Richard would have a would uh, try to take the soul, separate soul from rock and roll like that. Yeah, I don't think so. It's a yeah. good point. He would be fully on board with the nobody's playing hard to get line. Oh yeah, for That's sure. That's a great what a great lyric. Excellent. Get it hot. Get it hot. Come on, baby. Get it hot. I'm liking the double time. Yeah, there you Good go. Good call. Good production call. Yeah, that's a Mutt Lang uh getting in Phil Rod's ear, telling him what to do. Yeah, that's it. Kicks it up significantly. Not that he never did that before, but, you know, when Mutt Lang is producing something, he's pretty much calling all the shots. Although I would probably say that he he had minimal adjustments to Bon Scott's lyrics because he didn't need any help in that area. He had it on, he had it on lock for his whole career. Underrated lyricist mainly because of just his whole stage persona and his voice and just the way he carried himself but like like the uh dave stewart said the poet laureate of rock and roll the uh master of the double entendre sometimes a triple entendre uh I, I, i normally wouldn't tip my hand like this but you know uh Maybe we'll get to it later on down the road. I don't even remember if it's on the list, but uh, um, Touch Too Much is probably my favorite song on this album, uh, mainly because of the lyrics. I, I Perfect. I would go with you on that too, actually. Incredible it's just lyrics. A, it's, it's an interesting song. We may get to it one of these days, so yeah, I won't say too much, but... It's it's a whole mood unto itself, that song. It, it, a mood is created. Well, the opening lyric just paints the picture and just gets and just, better. From and there. sonically, it's a little bit different yeah, yeah. Than, what else, yeah. than anything else so that it, I've heard on the album. It's their high point for me.
some mama inclusion. And, well, a, and a little bit extra on the, the mark, guitars. Yeah, mark of quality. It's not what the lyric sheet says. Uh-uh. What does it say? And lyric sheet's wrong. I always huh? heard it, mama. That's what I heard exactly. A I, sweet I little mama. I can't wait to hear this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing was moving around the motorway. Right. Got a whole lot of booze. Yep. Got myself a sweet little number. Wrong. Who's got nothing to lose. Yeah, these are <laughs> lyric sheets. It sounds like mama for sure. Yeah, play it again. Number. <laughs> Fuck off. I, not not to say I, I dislike that expression either. Yeah, but no, it's, but it's, it's that's just, just simply not, wrong. Yeah, I don't think that's what it is. Why does it keep doing oh, that? Come on. on. I, I don't know what's wrong. I didn't do it. Don't blame me. It's broken. It could be uh, it. I thought there could have been a B in there. I always heard mama. All right. It I might have soften my attack on this individual, but well, that might be it, it still works. It's good. It's Bond Scott. I, li- I like that. Yeah, it works uh, for me. A hot little number, a sweet yeah. little number, whatever. And you, down I, with that. You gotta love the the bounciness of the guitars. It's 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 harkening back to another rock and roll originator, Chuck Berry. Just mm-hmm. that kind of the definition of rock and roll guitar playing that uh, obviously is way in the past at this point, but really, is there any doubt that Chuck Berry is the original rock and roller? Is I there? I don't think so. I mean, he d- d- defined everything. The the gu- the guitar player is the guitar hero. That's, the, yeah. yeah. The 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 performing the guitar style. Adding solos in, uh, just uh, he he's he he's where it all goes back to. But you know, like Little Richard and Jerry Lee Lewis, guys like that, just killing it on the piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean th- those guys are right up there too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, again, when 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 Lemmy worships you. There's something legit going on there, which I, something right. I shouldn't even have to say that out loud about <laughs> Little Richard. I mean, the guy was incredible. Yeah, same How's with Jerry he doing? Lewis. He's still around. I mean, I don't, I don't know that he's he's not out there like Jerry Lee Lewis performing that I know of, but yeah, he's one of the what they're the they're, they're the last two the man. last two of that original rock and roll era. That's it. Chuck Berry died probably, a few years ago. Probably some studio guys. Sure. But, but as far as the stars. Yeah, it's the front line talent. Yeah, I think, I think that's about it. That's about it, yeah. What was that? Going to bend her like a G-string, I believe. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Which I think uh, referring to a guitar string, but obviously could also be referring to a yeah. uh, type of women's underwear. Did that exist? There is, uh, uh, or should I just say underwear? Yeah, underwear. That, um, Perhaps men wear G-strings as well in there, certain circles. There is. <coughs> Andy was going to ask if that was an expression. Yeah. Um, I can recall a... Jack Benny radio show where he he played violin and uh, he went uh, he he went to the character that always kind of tormented him the yes that guy Frank Nelson played him Um, 
he went to him and uh, said, I need, a, I need a new G-string. And he said, ooh, are you a musician or a burlesque dancer? Oh, uh, boy. So, <laughs> so that, that was uh, okay, so probably back in the 40s. So it definitely existed. Yeah, yeah. That's a good joke. That's a good joke today. It's timeless. It was a great show for sure. Okay, I heard the last line will set the world on fire. What were the two middle lines? Conduct you like a choir. <laughs> like that. So get your body in the right place. We'll set the world, we'll set on, the fire. world on fire. Yeah. Because because the slightest uh, degree of misalignment can render <laughs> disastrous well, results. We've talked about this. Fractured <laughs> erections. <laughs> Gotta be, gotta be done with precision. Play that again. I want to hear the conduct you like a choir line. Okay, let's see if this is far enough. God, listen to that delivery too. That's a great lyric too. I I, I never even bothered to listen to it just because the delivery and the melody so on point but I, I, this, this is the first time i'm actually identifying these lyrics and guess what they're fucking awesome yeah. <laughs> because they're bond scott lyrics incredible lyricist i mean so underrated in that regard and and i say he's underrated knowing that people openly acknowledge how great he was yeah it's still not it's enough. still not enough he's right. so great with the lyrics Now try to imagine if the if uh, the bass player Cliff Williams obviously if he was simply shadowing the guitar was just going bom 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 it yeah. wouldn't be nearly as driving no. it wouldn't be nearly as pulsating It is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hard charging as, as the groove is there. The bass is really fueling this thing along for me. Absolutely. He's locked in with the drums. Yeah. Which is any Which is what good you're bass player to do. should yeah. do. Yeah, but definitely. But that's one of the things I commented on about uh, 
I stole your love when we did that episode. The 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 one thing that I wish was different about that song is instead of Gene on the bass shadowing the guitars, playing a bass line like this yeah. during the main riff, the dun 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 dun. If he was pedaling the root note, I think it would be an even. It would take it even higher, which. I think I stole your love. Won the SKKK tournament. It did, it? yeah. And it's well because he he does that, um, but it's in the when the when the drums are just kind of getting ready to bust into the right. where where all the instruments are are now going. Yeah, he does. He I think he is just doing the one note kind of do 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 like leading up to it. But, but yeah, he did that every time. He, yeah, then he goes into the main riff. Basically, song, a great song would be even better for me. Again, Chuck Berry on steroids, which is what Angus Young is basically all about, especially in this uh, solo. It's very short, and it's short on the like lightning fast riffs and uh, you know speedy lines of notes. Pretty much everything he does in it is a nod to that Chuck Berry double stop guitar style. Really well done. What did you think, Nick? I um he he's got the notoriety for you know the stage performance i would say for the most part and being like the face of the band more so than either lead singer um and he doesn't i mean he is a guitar hero and he's playing like you know the chuck berry stuff pretty much exclusively but he does it like extremely well like his solos aren't super easy or anything like that. And he's, and it, it to kind of, to watch a live performance and to kind of <clears throat> like, if you're listening pretty carefully to what he's doing and kind of in your head, trying to imagine yourself doing it and watching him not even looking at the guitar 90% of the time yeah, right. and, and not standing still and focusing. Yeah. And time, it's just, it makes it even more impressive because even though they're like Chris said, they are very much in, in you can pinpoint a guy who it's okay. Chuck Berry, right. That's yeah. what he's doing, mm-hmm. but he does it extremely well all the time. And and combining that with the the visual performance of it, the fact that he still plays it very well live, it's 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 pretty impressive. Yeah, but even just like for me, like with the visual notwithstanding, is when these albums came out, there weren't a ton of ACDC videos out there, and I just started getting into the band, so I hadn't really seen what they were about, other than the the album art and whatnot, and. Uh, not so much this one, <clears throat> but the uh, the solos on Back in Black, every single one of them just blew my mind. I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, so just to sit there and play it is pretty right. pretty impressive to play it like that. But And they're, comp- they're, they're always composed. Everything is, is there for a reason. But, like, most of his other solos bring into that you know, modern, aggressive, more 
fast guitar playing, fast lines of single notes. This one is short to the point and pretty much every every bit of it is a nod to uh Chuck Berry. So I mean this this whole thing and and the the whole the little Rich, Richard connection is just such a great uh homage to the original early rock and roll which was clearly an influence on these guys. <laughs> That's it. That a pretty quick one, huh? Yeah. Like you said, two minutes, 34 seconds, right? Yep. That's right. You don't need any more than that. It's pretty much uh, everything you need is right there in those 234. The soundtrack of a successful uh, anniversary uh, outing. <laughs> yeah. It's about the length of the average sex act, so... <laughs> From a man's <laughs> point of view. Any kind of sex act. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's time to vote. Sweet Surrender or Kick in the Crotch. Chris, you chose the song. You vote first. Give it to us. Uh, well, I clearly uh, have been picking and probably will continue to make my picks based on stuff that I like, so it's getting a sweet surrender for me for sure. Again, I love the connection that Dave Stewart made to uh, Little Richard. I can hear it being sung by him. I mean, you couldn't really picture necessarily Little Richard singing Highway to Hell or uh, some of the other stuff in the in the catalog, but this one definitely, and with the guitar solo, uh, it's just a wonderful, to-the-point nod to uh, early rock and roll and the pioneers of the genre, so... Big, uh, big fan of this one. More so than I was before the episode started. Good one. Nick? Sweet Surrender. It's Sweet Surrender! Hell yes! It'd be very difficult to not give pretty much any ACDC song that much. Yeah. The the, the Sweet Surrender, at, at the least. Yeah, I mean, it, I there's mean, some stuff like... Some of the stuff, and like from the blow up your video ear oh, and stuff, one, there's some weak material oh, in there. That's that's one of mine and Andy's. Uh, oh, that figures. Introductory ACDC. That's albums. why. Yeah. If that's what you have first. Really? Well, that was you. You entered in uh, with blow up your video, so like sync the pink and a little bit before that, like that. But that was an album that we had that we listened to quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Was it Flick of the Switch, maybe? That's a pretty cool album, actually. We had First a, one they did with Simon Wright on the drums. We had a we had a copy of that, but this was one that was like the actual cassette tape from the store. Because we, yeah. didn't, we didn't buy Fly it. on the Wall, is that one that you guys liked? 
I don't think Didn't we ever really it. had that one. No, that one's from that era. That's another I, that era. That era of ACDC for me is kind of it's kind of like their crazy nights equivalent. It's like they bottomed out for me during I, that period. Probably my favorite um, favorite ACDC recording is. Uh, the uh, Donington live uh, or heat seeker, yeah, unbelievable. From ACDC live, yeah, from yeah. ACDC. I know live. you guys are big fans of that the, album, the, and but, rightfully but so. But that song in particular on that album is incredible. It is, and that's the that's the opening track right on "Blow Up Your Video." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I mean, it was "Shake Your Foundations" on that one too? I think it's so. from that era. I don't know. It might have been. That's, that's the way I like. That's my the rock way I like roll. my rock and roll. Mean streak. Mean streak. That's, that's right. Some great ones. All right. Well, um, I, again, you could file it away as saying there's really no, like you were saying, your original point. There's no bad ACDC, and you're probably right about that. But yeah, no. I, there's a few that would probably get. I mean, uh, if if you're comparing them the all, if they're me. all in a battle royal with each other, then yeah, there's going to be stuff that's going to fall short, but. Um, just the whole musically, the whole concept and execution of the band is, you know, I, I mean, people say they're the, the, you know, the biggest rock band of all time, basically. Yeah. And I, I'd say that's, <laughs> you can't really argue it. I mean, you could say that there are people who came before them who lay, you know, whatever influences laid the foundation, but worldwide hard rock band i don't know i'd be pretty hard to say well and they have the biggest selling album by any hard rock yeah. band back in black yeah, true. so so this was a this was a fun one uh it, it it did not sound familiar at all while we were listening to it um i enjoyed the lyrics enjoyed the music uh bon scott always had a just super interesting sounded impossible kind of a voice and uh, <clears throat> I don't know well, I'm sure we'll get to more ACDC so uh, so I won't I won't get into any controversial uh, opinions that I may have of uh, certain songs versus certain other songs interesting yeah there's plenty on the list there's plenty you could just pick on our own so yeah so uh, yeah pass it over to Andy Sweet Surrender this is a song I never heard before. I was excited when you read that description as well with the Little Richard comparison. Because <laughs> you can't really go wrong with that type of music. If you do it the right way, it's always good. That type of like 50s rock and roll. Even if you do whatever, like a no piano, all hard rock, distorted guitar version. That type of music always sounds good, so it's exciting. And then lyrically, fun song. Fun, horny Bon Scott song. <laughs> so really, um, it's one of those things where now I'm going to have to listen to this more, add it to my playlist. But, yeah, I'd never heard this one before. So, Yeah, I would say um, my least favorite song on the album is Love Hungry Man. Uh, great title, but I don't know. The song itself is... Love the TV dinners. Don't love the <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but again, it's it's like, it's not bad. It's just it's something has to be at the bottom, and yeah. that's going to be it. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sure it's a real steak and potatoes type of song. <laughs> a little side of corn. <laughs> you got to stir it halfway through. Don't forget. A little, uh, little double entendre re- referencing a baby carrot. <laughs> <laughs> well done by Mr. Bon Scott. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, who would have thought? Oh, my God. Three sweet surrenders. You know what that means. All right, Hammond. I got a question for you. It's still funny, (laughs) isn't it? It is. All right, Hammond. It's the best. So Paul Stanley wants to know. He's keeping up with the competition from 1979. Yeah. We know we took them out on their first big tour. Right. We made them. (laughs) And Van Halen. And And Motley uh, Crue. Motley Crue. And... And Little Richard, probably. <laughs> too. Yeah. Elvis comeback special orchestrated by Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> when was that? 68, right? 68. 68, 68 comeback special. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite period of Elvis. As long as we're talking about rock and roll icons, early rock heroes. Yeah. The leather clad coming back Elvis starting to fill out a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Now it's I think best era. I think the best looking. I no, think so. Yeah. yeah. Our friend who made the on the air sign that's up there. Yeah. His mom was at Aloha from Hawaii. Wow. Might have been at the 68 comeback special. I'll have to ask Jeez. him. But yeah, she, she uh, was a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as easy back then to get to these things. That took dedication. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll have actually go stand in line. I'll have to ask him, but I, I know Aloha from Hawaii for sure. Possibly the 60. That is a special. feather in the cap. Yeah. And, and, and to me, a feather in the cap would be to have seen ACDC with Bon Scott uh, out front. That would have been cool. I never got that chance. I never saw them with Phil Rudd on the drums. Both times I've seen it was with Chris Slade on drums. Saw so him on the Razor's Edge tour, which is mm-hmm. a tour that gave rise to yeah. the live album. Yeah. I got to say, they opened with Thunderstruck, and the drums came coming up from under the stage. Yeah. Phil Rudd is the man. Everybody knows that, but that show opener was fucking awesome yeah and they played two and a half hours easy absolutely every penny's worth and more from that show they were great as you guys know from the live yeah album, yeah you know again the purists want phil rudd in there but that band at that time was firing and also yeah, like, there's no question chris about slade it. was insane on that live album yeah oh excellent then the last i saw him on the last tour about four or five shows before brian johnson had to quit oh you did okay it was good but see now that's more purist shit it was uh stevie young the cousin yeah with no malcolm that that just was tough for me visually Mm -hmm. malcolm again malcolm young the fucking man on just rock solid rhythm guitar and just the way him and Cliff Williams would simultaneously come up to the mics Mm -hmm. to do the backing vocals and then would retreat back (laughs) to the back line in tandem. Yeah. So great. And just uh, Stevie Young just ain't going to cut it for me from that standpoint. 
So now their their new album that's supposed to be in the works is going to feature uh, old recordings of Malcolm, I guess. Oh really? really? I didn't from, know. From that. what I'd heard, yeah. There's there's existing recordings that have never been used. Well, and let's I guess hope they don't go the hologram route because yeah. that would suck. But you never know. You never know. All right. Well. Hmm. Paul Stanley wants to know <laughs> if Get It Hot is a rock and roll boner classic, as voted by the three rock and roll boners in this room. Unanimous rock, roll, and boner are the qualifications to achieve that status. Three, three pumps three. in order to... <laughs> three pumps spread out over two minutes and 34 seconds. <laughs> Two minutes of which was undoing the bell. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, why can't I get this belt off? The button fly. What? It's like when I'm taking my pants off the end of a work day, they come right off. Yeah. Here, it's taking me two minutes to <laughs> get it done. So, well, my vote's Where did it. you get this belt from? Yeah. <laughs> This one of those fool your friends belts. You gotta like <laughs> April Fool's Day. Belt. Put it on too tight. You gotta like suck it in in order oh. to loosen it enough to get it out. <laughs> the belt. I mean, right it's out of the belt. Loop. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Important clarification there. All right. Well, my vote is in. Nick, is your vote in? Yeah. Chris, your vote's in. What should be the order? Should I go first since I picked it? Yeah. Give me one second, though. Yes, you should go first. All right. I will say that uh, I probably wouldn't have necessarily voted this way had it not, again, been for the commentary and the submission. I'm going to say rock. I'm going to have to go with R. Kelly. I'm going to have to defer to him. Oh, no. And say that I, unfortunately, I... And I can't do it! Oh, wow. As much as I did enjoy it, it's not, it, it, it doesn't it rank up there. didn't grab you by the go <laughs> Not really. I mean, I, again, you know, we, I, I, I was the one who said it. There's really not a bad ACDC song, really, that I can think of. There's yeah. one, ones that aren't as good as others. And I don't know. This one was good. It was fine. The performance was great. But just overall i i wouldn't rank it up there amongst you know the cream of the crop or anything like that you're killing me man <laughs> so i apologize to everybody well uh, like i said i i prob i wouldn't have done that either had it not been for the uh interesting connection made by a listener and again i'm i will stick to my statement that this is my second to least favorite song on the album but that's only because Everything else on the album is so kick-ass. So not so, that big of a deal. Yeah. So, Nick, what did you give it? You just said you can't do it, but you have to give it something. Oh, um, I'll give it... Uh, you said that already, didn't he? Oh, you just said I can't do it. But I'll, I'll give it a... Uh, it has to be some kind of <laughs> non-turgid I'll give it a, uh, a, a resting undisturbed... Uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a... <laughs> <laughs> you had to do that. Yeah, that was a, that's a thing now. <laughs> it's a humiliating kick in the crotch. 
I thought yeah. that was just no, for the not. first round. It is, but we yeah. we need something there. I'll just so say that it's work in progress. It's laying there on the leg, not taking notice I think of anything. You just stick with the R. Kelly. I can't do it. All right. And then my response to that would be <laughs> from his honor. How dare him! <laughs> How dare him? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> play it again. I just, I'm going to mouth the words and just point my thumb okay. at Nick. Yeah, Here perfect. we go. How dare him? How dare him? How dare him? Yeah. I mean, that, that'll that be perfect for especially egregious uh, votes. But yeah. tonight, again, oh, I, I get it. I understand it. Yeah. It's yeah. not a knock at all, but it's just... You know, it's a great little rocker. It's not going to change your life or anything, but uh, it's just pretty cool that the, the connection to the the pioneers of rock. I enjoyed that uh, contribution. So, so when you're submitting songs, fill out the whole fucking form, okay? Yeah, please. you know, or don't or do don't, whatever you whatever, want, but, but it you know, might it might influence. There's it. A, and there's some other interesting commentary in there, so we'll get to it. Yeah. Well, if you disagree with us, we're sorry. That's just the fucking way it is. But I have good news for you. You know what time it is. Sing away. <laughs> yes, Chief. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Woo! The season started, right? Did it? Doesn't it usually start right right at the end of March, or is it the first week of I April? I think the first game is where the day after we recorded this, so last Thursday. No kidding. There you go. They keep moving everything up. Pretty pretty soon, every sport is just going to be year-round. Yeah, exactly. All right. With with mock drafts and all that. I mean, uh, with football, they do. I'm, I'm talking about the actual competition. The other three sports or seasons are so fucking long yeah. that they could have it going all year long. Why not? Yeah. All right. This week's Yardo Questions comes to us from Lance Hammond. Mm. All right, Hammond. <laughs> yep. Question one. You know Lance oh. uh, on social media, he cleared up that he's not that Lance. Oh, that's remember, right. Remember Lance that used to send us these questions and they were so out there that we yeah we had to ban we had, we had to yeah after a while yeah this is a different lance question one favorite title for porn movie if none come to mind nick create one 
Can I use one? <laughs> can I use one that uh, I've got two? <laughs> one that one from Saturday Night Live. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Of course. It was a uh, Tim Meadows uh, character. I think it was the. It might have been the ladies' man. I yeah, think sounds like it would talking, be in the wheelhouse. Talking and. about a movie that he was watching called the An Officer and a Genitalman. <laughs> That's good. So yeah, I'll go with. Uh, Keep the Tim Meadows train rolling. <laughs> All right, I've got two here that just popped into my mind, and uh, I'm sticking with them. One was simply, well, maybe not so simply. What is a one-word title and a two-word title? Okay. I'll start with the two-word title. Come bath. Well, I thought this uh, always gave me a that's, kick. Out that's of it. repulsive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's horrible. It's like you need a second bath after Utterly that. Utterly repulsive. Bath. Yeah, it really is. It's just a. It just. Wow. It's a. It's it's a. T- it's a title that leaps off the page or yeah. the video cover at at you. Not in a good way necessarily, but always uh, remember that one. And then the other one was cunt troll. <laughs> One wow. T, but control. Like, yeah. The parody of the... C-U-N-T-R-O-L. Got it. A parody of the, <laughs> the Janet Jackson album. Yeah, I don't movies. know. But it's just like you see that. It's yeah. like, all right. <laughs> this is, there's some depravity in this one. If I took a little more time, I could think of some more of it. That, that, some more of it. That was a good question. Those two are funny. You know, nobody asked me, but I'm going to throw one in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, please it do. It just came to mind. And I, I don't think favorite is the right word, but when you said something that just jumped off the page when you read it. Your attention. I remembered one from when I was working at Playboy. Shipment of DVDs came in. We were looking through them. There's one called Drowning in Bitch Juice. <laughs> I was like, good God, who thought of that? And actually, Zero subtlety. Yeah, and they, someone's sitting there with their computer doing graphic design to you know, put the font together and everything. Drowning in bitch juice. I couldn't believe my eyes when I read that one. All right. There you go. Two, you're having a backyard party, Ooh. and you fell back assward into some money. What band do you hire to play in that smaller setting for all of your friends and family <laughs> and acoustic or electric? Wow. Well, if I if I'm made of money, I'm I'm getting uh, electric. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's just going to be uh, an acoustic set. We're going full out here. Yeah. Um wow, so an existing band yeah, it has to be. Yeah, we're gonna have to I think in this case band. it has to be existing. Man, it could oh, be man. a hologram. <laughs> it certainly could be. <laughs> if it's a current act uh, out on hologram tour. Yeah. Um, Wow, man. I'm going to go with uh, someone I've mentioned on the show before. A uh, bit of a great musician, great songwriter. <clears throat> But and and performance-wise, a character. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. I, I would get unknown Hinson. Wow, that's the one you'd go with. I think so. Yeah, and I know he's been. I want to say he's been tapped to play at like parties for. Like he he's one of those guys. Like Billy Bob Thornton had him in his band for a while and okay. stuff like that. So he's 
one of those guys that's been tapped, I think, to do this sort of gig before. Sure. Someone someone who's loaded, even though he's not a huge name, they love him and they, they will get him to play at a, a gathering. So he's great, puts on a great show. So You know, every band has their price for this sort of thing. You can hire any <laughs> band out there. It's true. Oh, it, yeah. It's yeah. listed out on the internet. Yeah. I mean, some of them are prohibitively price themselves out of the job and they'll do it if somebody ponies up that money but any every band is available for hire for just about any event you can think of totally well i remember there being and i granted you know the whole in my in my opinion the whole punk kind of thing is not re- really real, <laughs> like in most cases. Okay. I don't believe, but I remember seeing um, there was an Elvis Costello show, and I know he's long since not considered to be part of like a punk sort of a scene. Was he ever punk? I it was think more he's like, like new like wave. Punky right? new wavy kind of thing, maybe. He was like in the orbit. All right. Yeah. But I remember seeing uh, that he had, there was a show in Chicago. I, I don't know if it was just like a House of Blues or something like that. And I looked at it, this is years ago, and I was looking, I'm like, oh, just kind of interested in tickets. It was strictly corporate event. It was not. So a, someone just hired It was out. not a show that, yeah, that yeah. I could have bought a ticket for. There you go. I remember, like, uh, a couple months ago, Chris Jericho had, I can't even remember the guy's name, but he was the other guy who uh, founded whatever company with Mark Cuban and made all that money, mm. that early internet streaming money. And he had Billy Joel play at a party, so I'm sure that was one of those ridiculous prices. Yeah, if Billy Joel. Like your private yeah. party you yeah, put together. I mean, a, a guy who regularly plays the biggest venue in town. Right. Yeah. yeah. So... That's a real thing if you've got the money for it. I'm almost recon- I'm almost thinking I got I should go with a bigger name than if I have if we're you got the money if we're going with yeah, yeah why you, I'm, su- I'm surprised you haven't you didn't pick who I'm going to pick. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't pick that either. <laughs> well, you will <laughs> be when I. Re- I think I know it. You, yeah, guess. you know it. Yeah. Tom Jones. Oh, okay. Friend. All right. First of all. I want women at my party. <laughs> I don't want to be a fucking sausage fest and like hire Dokken or whoever. <laughs> okay. Hire a lynch mob. Yeah. Or um, I, yeah, Tom Jones with like the full Vegas orchestra. Or, uh, no, I, or not I, even. I'd like a little more stripped down band. Okay. But whatever. As long as he's there doing his thing yeah, in my backyard. Come on. I'm, cha- I'm changing mine. I can't. No, it's too <laughs> late. He's working my party. <laughs> He's not available. I'm, I'm rescheduling. <laughs> yeah, I'm so We're surprised he didn't uh, pick that. Yeah, it didn't come to Just, mind, yeah. but uh, yeah, that is a great it's one. It's a thing. These are tough questions on spot answering them. My initial thought was going to be like somebody like Bruno Mars. Because, again, I want women at my party. I want them to be entertained. Yeah. And then... Tom Jones just popped into mind. He's still out there, still doing it. Come to my backyard. Yeah, that's yeah. So both of you are gonna go with Tom Jones. Uh, you know, not. To, I'm not gonna steal from Chris, but since we're going with bigger acts, I'll change mine to Brian Setzer. Okay. Cool. You basically require a guy with a giant hollow body guitar to be a. Uh, <laughs> there's gotta the be a, you choose. Apparently, there's gotta be a rockabilly kind of thing yeah. happening. Yeah. Okay. Question three. 
Ooh, this is good. Oh, no. I feel like I know at least one, if not both, answers. What is your most embarrassing live performance moment? I'm not sure I can uh, easily well, I can split those hairs. <laughs> Chris, why don't you tell us? Uh, I think I know it, but maybe there's one that's even more embarrassing that I don't know about. Yeah, I would say the, the, the my worst experience playing shows in the band was we uh, uh, played a show up in Milwaukee for literally nobody. The sound guy was our audience. That's not good. Fucking demoralizing. I, I literally wanted to quit after that show. That, That's different than the one I was thinking that you've told me. There's one, was it at the Metro and you drank too much? That wasn't embarrassing. No? That was fucking awesome okay. because I righted the ship. It okay. was like basically like that scene in Rockstar where he falls down the stairs. Yeah. And like everything is in slow motion, a blur, and it's like. How am I going to write the ship from this? And suddenly you do it and just carry okay, on. Okay, I guess so. Yeah. That was way more awesome than embarrassing. Yeah, okay. Especially you I fell to, down. I wanted to kick the guy's ass in the backstage who had the Colorado Avalanche jersey on. Because <laughs> I had been getting, getting super drunk before the show at the bar next door watching the Red Wings Avalanche playoff game, which we lost to them. And I stagger back to the Metro, and one of the other bands on the one of the other bands on the bill was from Colorado. This fuck had an Avalanche jersey. <laughs> I had to be held back from him. Wasn't that wasn't that triple was that triple overtime game where it started out with a brawl right out, right when they dropped the puck? I don't know if that was a playoff game. Oh, maybe not. The goalies. Overtime. Wasn't it? It was Wah and uh, Vernon. Osgood or Vernon. Wah got into it with both Vernon. Yeah, but I think Osgood. it was Vernon where as soon as they dropped the puck, the goalies left the net and headed to the middle. How does that headed communication get out? Hey, guys, this is what's going on, everyone. Hey, man, when you got Claude Lemieux on your team. Yeah. Then P- <laughs> what an antagonist that guy was, huh? Uh, what a hated player possibly if he wasn't on your team. One of the worst that I've – and not <laughs> that I've watched hockey for that many years, but when I when I was watching it, among the worst, one of, one of the most detestable <laughs> players – um, so Nick, what is your most embarrassing I mean, live a, performance? Aside moment? from just like blowing a note or playing the wrong thing, or you know, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. There's like any show we ever did in the town of Highland, just stop Highland Indiana. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, how many were there? There were, there were a few. There was one that went two or bad, pretty fabulously bad. Remember. Someone threatened Andy, I think, from the crowd. Yeah, it didn't go well. And I broke a string for a song. Ugh. Had to, had to, <laughs> no, nowhere to go to change it. I was in full view of everybody while the band played a couple songs. Got my string back up and running. Played like a song. And then the guy who was organizing it yeah. realized that he gave too much time to all the bands before us and cut us short like right after it because we were in the middle and the two the guy and, who and his was, band and the headliner needed their time yeah they're not going to so, cut time yeah so. we were the ones who got the short change and i remember yeah. making a an angry comment into the microphone <laughs> towards him and 
Yeah, it was... Uh, that was the one, huh? That was one of them, but that's one that I think back on, and just everything about it was bad. That was a bad show. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That was real bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's all coming back to me, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. What What did that dude do? Someone... I remember I got into it with someone, but what was it? I don't remember if it was just we did a little thing right before the first song and the guy was like... He didn't like it? He, he was just upset that we weren't playing immediately or something. But I don't what did know. he say to me? Yeah. Some, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. I do. I just remember an altercation. Yeah. And then someone telling me later, that was awesome. The headlining band singer. Hey, did you know that guy? Did you plan that? I'm like, what? <laughs> no. We just, I never knew that. So we had some thing. I didn't know who that was. Nah, it was just some that was awesome. It was just some buffoon that was there. Yeah, I was like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Whatever. Cool. All right. Well, that's it. Thank you, Lance Hammond, yeah, for your a one, a two, a three questions, making a Yardo questions. If you, the listener, want to submit your Yardo questions, go to potofthunder.com. Click that widget. Do it. Get it to us. Um, another thing, Chris told you how to submit a song. We got that. If you want to buy a Pot of Thunder enamel pin, make that happen. Also, same place, potofthunder.com. You're a smart person. You'll figure out how to find it on there. But if the you, one thing. Yeah. Oh, no, go yeah, ahead. I'm one stepping thing, on your toes. No, it's all right. The one thing we were talking about earlier, I think we could use some more uh, song show intro performances. Today's intro was performed by Jack Broad, our pal. Second appearance on the show. That's right. But He's ch- closing in on Jay for a number <laughs> of appearances. Yeah. If you want to send in a clip of you saying, yelling, whatever you want, Pot yeah. of Thunder, you can do that. Yeah, and we will add it to the song. doesn't have to be anything exact about it whatsoever. No. So just take out your phone. Say Pot of Thunder, yell Pot of Thunder, do whatever you want. We'll add it to the music and, and we'll, we'll play it at the rest. beginning of the show. And unless you have unless you're still rocking the flip phone. Yeah. Your phone's got a voice recorder. Yep. Make it happen. Make it happen. Send it along. And what do we do? Send it to Pot of Thunder at Yahoo.com. That works. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Pot as long as one of us has the password and I have access it. to it. Okay. I, I'm hand, I have it handy. Then so we're good. <laughs> pot of Thunder at Yahoo.com. If the password is come bath. <laughs> the the clue. <laughs> password clue is drowning in bitch. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, come bath and the B is an eight. So that's <laughs> it. You ought to read our emails. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what? Tell me another podcast out there that has this level of listener participation yet our listeners involved in our theme song they're picking the songs they won't next week because i'll pick my own from my personal preferences but 75 percent of the time our listeners are picking the songs we do every week yeah and we've got a new listener every week singing on our theme song i mean what who, who else does that it's their show we're just the ones putting it together right, for but you. We're the mere conduits. Right, yeah. but, but everybody else is like, oh, hey, we're podcasters. You should come listen to us because we're great. That's and a fuck load. You and <laughs> this and that. It's like, it is a load. Yeah, once they say that, I get upset. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did I do to you? Yeah. Yeah. So 
Nobody's nobody is involving the listeners like we do. I can feel confident saying that. I agree. I think we should keep that up. So you know, get out your phone. I always think of I always think of a better answer to those questions on my on my ride home. I bet that's how it always goes, just in life always. in general. Well, and always. that's another thing about the show: the spontaneity of it. Okay, we don't fucking circulate the questions around so we can, you know, plan out our answers. We don't tell each other what the song is going to be so we can do all this research and. Pretend like we know everything. Right. You you don't get this kind of spontaneity or listener involvement from any other podcast out there. I'm saying it now. Mark it down. It's official. It, I agree. Am I wrong? No. Prove me wrong. Send me uh, other podcasts who do it on this level. You won't find it. Nick, what were you gonna say? Or was that a? Oh no, I just I, I did think of one that I would spend money on, but uh, the, maybe the moment passed. Just mm. say it real quick, and then we'll be done. Well, it's second week in a row, I'm going Fogarty. So there you oh, go. Oh, Fogarty. Spend money on what? What do you mean? I get, I get John Fogarty to play in my backyard. Oh yeah, yeah. Your first answer was pretty shitty. <laughs> it's a. I, I was thinking of a show that I'd seen before that yeah. I, that made an impression on me. Yeah, you're fine. See, you're such a humble guy that you were thinking someone who would be a reasonable price. <laughs> you yeah. weren't even yeah. shooting for the stars. I was going to give the rest a charity. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. So make it happen. Send in your yard. Submit a song. Buy some stuff if you want. And what's continuing next week and for the next four weeks? Oh, you're going to love it, got? ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, here it comes. Yeah, those are the those are the sounds of a man running a cum bath for somebody. <laughs> oh, someone actually runs yes, it. Yes, right. I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna run a bath, yeah. it's a bath, right? I guess so. Be running, run as fast as you can <laughs> from that. Oh, and the, uh, can I throw out another one that I sure. just thought of? The fucking Elvises. I've heard the was, name. was that around the time honeymoon in Vegas was uh, was a big I don't thing remember with, the time with frame, the flying Elvises. No, this was the fucking Elvises. It could have been <laughs> subtitle: the world's first all Elvis gangbang. Wow, it's like I don't think I could look at that. It's like twelve guys in Elvis wigs running a train on this poor woman. Classic. Classic is a word yes. for it. A, a film, cinematic classic of a film, adult film. <laughs> sounds Boudoir terrible. Boudoir cinema. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty shitty. Yeah. Like, like flash bulbs going off, like they were shooting the cover photos during the filming of the actual. They didn't have time to yeah. take a minute. It was pretty low budget. but. Well, I have to ask this. Were the guys doing like the karate moves and shit? No, but they were like, they were like, uh, every once in a while they'd fire off like a like a line that yeah, Elvis like might be so. Much. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you very much. Exactly. Yeah. It's terrible. Did not have nearly the production values of Control. No. That was an art piece. Ladies and gentlemen. Semen has left the prostate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anything stupid like that? Probably. That's terrible. Know. Oh, I'm glad I never saw that one. All right. 
We good? We good. We good. All right. We'll be back next week. How dare him? How dare him?